The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs return to the practice field on Wednesday to begin preparation for Sunday night football against the New York Jets. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, running back Isaiah Pacheco, and linebacker Drew Tranquil. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Isaiah Pacheco and Drew Tranquil. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Let's go. Um, no one's not injured, but he's sick. Um, and then Bolton is still recovering from the uh, ankle sprain. So other than that, uh, everybody else will practice. Um, we elevated a couple guys, uh, Matt Dickerson and Montreal Washington, uh, put Prince down uh, because of a quad tear there. And then um, we have a couple of practice squad receivers that we signed on. So uh, we look forward to the challenge, playing the Jets, good football team. We know that um, one of the best defenses in the National Football League, um, and, and an offense that's growing. So we're, we got to stay on top of our game. Special teams, I think, is ranked number one in a lot of categories um, right now this season. So uh, we'll start the practices today and, and make sure we detail our work uh, going forward. They're also well coached. I mean, Robert does a, a real nice job. Uh, with with the team and um, Nathaniel, we know he is a, a brilliant guy uh, offensively, and uh, Jeff Albrecht is a, um, a very good defense coordinator. So they're, they're fully loaded on the coaching staff, and they've got good players. So we just can make sure we put the work in this week. And with that time, George. Andy, uh, who was, I couldn't understand the first guy you mentioned, the guy who's uh, sick today. Uh, Noah. Uh, right. Noah. Noah. Okay. There's only one no. Well, I guess there's two. <laughs> yeah. um, Montreal, Washington, you talked about bringing him up. Um, yeah. Any chance um, you can get him involved as a receiver yet, or is right now, uh, is he just a kid? Yeah, uh, we're working him in there. Um, he takes a practice rep, so um, you know, we'll just see, see how that goes. I mean, he's new to that, so his main focus is returner. But um, he can do he can do both. You expecting Richie James back at some point this year? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Andy, with the Jets' defensive line, with Quinn Williams, just a challenge of facing them, and just how they've been so good so far this year—at least one unit on that team's been good. Yeah, well, he's a fantastic player. 
um, all pro. Uh, he's young and explosive and kind of wreaks havoc inside. Now, he's not the only one. So they, they've got really two full lines, eight guys. Uh, and you probably could add a couple of rushers outside. So 10 guys that, are, that bring it. And um, they've, they're going to throw fastballs at you. It'll be a good challenge for our offensive line. Andy, going back to the injuries, did you say Prince had a tear in his quad? Yeah, yeah, quad tear. Yeah. Is there a plan for who's going to back up Juwan now? Um, yeah, we're working on that right now. But we, you know, we're going to have, um, we'll, we'll get all that. Yeah, we're, we're working through it. Quad tear is pretty serious. Yeah, is that uh, out for the year? Is that an easy assumption for that one? Or what would you say? Uh, we'll see. You guys are asking me these things. I'm having me predict the future on these. I don't know. I don't know that. So uh, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. When it comes to the O line, focused uh, a lot on Juwan, but just as a whole, you know, it's a little different with the tackles this year. How have you felt like it's it's been through these games so far? Yeah, he's he's done good, with the exception of uh, you know the penalty part of it. So I mean, more so the lines as a whole with the new tackles just through three games. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Well, you know, when you're getting a lot of yards in a game. Normally your line's doing okay, and the tackles are part of that. So, um, can we get better along there? Absolutely, um, but that's all—that's all of us in there. So, we, we got to. But you know, there there've been a lot of yards and a lot of throws and so on. So, but we're also—we've had games where we've shot ourselves in the foot and haven't scored, and that's kind of the most important thing. Andy, Andy, you mentioned the just defensive line. Their uh, defensive backs, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, they play with a lot of confidence. What are you saying from them? Yeah, they're very good. Um, they're aggressive. Uh, they're, they play um, quite a bit of man coverage. So, uh, and both the corners play well in man, and their safeties likewise. They got good nickels, dime. They'll play some dime in there too. And uh, they're all. They're all pretty good now. Sauce is, you know, he's a special guy. Um, but they're all very good coverage guys. And it was a uh, Kadarius completely healthy on Sunday. Is that just your decision? Yeah, I did. I just didn't want to push the toe on the thing. I mean, we started him off, and then I backed off him. Just I'm, that thing had swollen up, and we got the swelling down. I kind of wanted to end the game with, with it that way. You know, so. Andy, with either you, both you and Patrick, you know, as his salary goes up, he's more and more a part of what you do. And I know he's grown as a player. Do you, do you have to coach a little bit different to protect him? You know, you, you do more knowing how much and how much you would lose with him. And do you coach him differently to maybe get the ball out even a little bit sooner? Don't take any risks. Is there an evolution there with both you and him? Yeah, so I think, you know, as time's gone on, he's done that. He's getting it out a little bit faster, more on time. Then the more with the new receivers, the more he gets used to those guys, then, then it'll increase more um, as we go through this season. So, um, and we do enough movement stuff where we move the pocket. I think that's important. That's all part of this offense. It's not a secret. So um, all that stuff's important. Too. And you look on films that uh, on Kelsey's touchdown, he was supposed to run a corner and instead went, went inside. Just, I guess how many, what's your reaction to that and how many years does it take to say, okay, you're, you're cool to break off your route? Yeah, well, as long as he and Pat are on the same page, when you're walled, then we give him, we give him some flexibility there. So, yeah, he's had a few of those.
and yeah, obviously uh, the defense is a work in progress. You want it to get better and better. But I, I do wonder if you, you feel in any way pleasantly surprised by what the, what it's done early and what do you think is enabled, enabled yeah. that? I'm not surprised. I, I just, uh, from what I saw in camp, I mentioned how the, the zones were tighter and the guys uh, in man coverage were, were also tighter and doing a nice job. I thought the the young guys have... You know they're they're growing. They're in the process of growing. Um, you know the thing you've got to do, and is you have to do it every week and keep working to get better. Uh, these guys have some good receivers, so you you know you gonna have a good, nice challenge there. Um, so, but it, it's uh, uh, again they'll tell you that they can get better, uh, but they're working their tail off, and I think that's been a big part of it. Spags does a phenomenal job teaching. You know, along with the you're talking about the DBs, David and Donald, um, and then putting them in good positions. But these guys, uh, they're making plays all over. And you saw what Tony McDuffie did. I mean, he was in a couple different spots and moving around and did a nice job with it. Coach, one, sure one or two things that you think are, are the reason that, that it's taking so far the way it has? Yeah, so they've worked at it, you know, fundamentals, techniques, and the different guys seeing it. They, they've been able to see it. And then your D-line, uh, who uh, they, there's some young guys there uh, that have gotten some experience and are playing better. So uh, just with the experience. So that always makes a back end. It helps them. Coach, um, the Jets obviously had kind of the rug pulled out from under early in the, in the first game <coughs> with Aaron going down. I know you're not in their meetings or anything, but on film, are you seeing like the kind of spirit you'd expect to see, attitude from their team? They don't look like they've packed it in or anything, right? No, they, they won the, the game, yeah. you know, so they, um, we, we'll be ready, you know, for, for the best. I mean, that's uh, what we anticipate getting there. And um, they're at home, um, and they've got talent, so we've just got to, we have to make sure we buckle down and, you know, work like crazy this week. Take care of what we can take care of. And a couple more guys. Just like there's a handful of guys as receivers that had big years for you as a rookie in your offense, like Deshaun, Jeremy, Reggie Brown, Tyree. Is there something about Rashid's makeup that tells you that he can kind of be in that category too? Yeah, I mean, he's growing again in front of us here. He's one of the young guys. that, uh, But he looks like he's getting more on the same page with, with Pat. Pat spends a lot of time with him, and um, so, uh, and he wants to, you know, he's got the right attitude. He wants to be good, um, and so it's consistency. So he had a nice game. He's coming off a nice game now, you know, now present it again uh, and take another step uh, this week. You know, that's the attitude you've got to have, and he seems to have that. Last three, Will, Aaron, Sam, and then Sir. From a play, a play caller's perspective, obviously their quarterback's still trying to gain some confidence. How do you instill that? How do you give confidence to a quarterback that's kind of a shaky ground? If you will? Yeah, listen, Nathaniel, he's been doing it a long time, so he, he, you know, played the position and so on. So he, he, I'm sure he'll, he has his own way of doing it. I, you know, and we'll get him there. He's a BYU guy. I'm, a, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, amazing guy. Great attitude and works like crazy. So even in meetings, he's doing some stretching or doing something there to 
make sure he's he's good to go. Survived ten years of running back in this league. That's a long time, dog years. Yeah. Last one, sir. Uh, Coach, I know uh, you want to win every game, right? So you'd like to be three and zero and not two and one here. But uh, you know, last week the Cowboys were getting all the hype. This week the Dolphins are getting all the hype. Do you kind of like? You know, you've had plenty of weeks where you're the team getting all the hype. Do you, you like kind of maybe not being the team that's up front, maybe not being the one that all the talks about? Yeah, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't listen to all that noise uh, that goes on. So, I mean, this is most of the media I get is right here. So I, I don't read stuff. I don't look at the TV stuff or listen to it. I, I don't do all that. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but if I, you're asking me, so <laughs> I don't, I don't know that. I, I, I don't really get caught up in it. I don't talk about that. We just, it takes so much time to get ready for a team. And uh, in the NFL, and so it, you don't have time for all that other stuff. I mean, I know it's used out there and that, but it's, it, if you do this thing right, you're just every minute you get, you exhaust on the opponent. And you know, you see coaches working along there. You see these players carrying these iPads all over the place, and they're in the training room. They're looking at them. They go home. They look at them. And uh, if, if you're going to be good, that's what you, you you've got to do. That you have to dedicate that. So. Then you don't have time for the other stuff. All right, thanks. Thanks, Coach. Hey, Patrick, uh, Coach said that you, know, you work a lot with Rashid off to the side and everything. Mm-hmm. Talk to him just about coming along. What are some of the things that you guys are working on as far as you know, getting on the same page? Yeah, I think just, I mean, you see in this offense, there's so much freedom to, to kind of throttle and set down versus come out of breaks. And I think just that little stuff like that. Um, you saw he did a good job of that this last week in those zone coverages, catching the ball, getting vertical and stuff like that. I thought on the third down one, he maybe could have hit it in a little bit faster, but that's the stuff they were, were working on. And um, you see Travis do it so well, and you've seen guys over the, in the past do it so well. You just have to keep working on that stuff because they have to be seeing the same thing um, you're seeing out there on the field. Uh, the question on the Travis, it, it was real in the films. He went off his route. Just what tells you, like, away in the moment? Wait yeah. a second here. Um, People people ask me that, like Blaine asked me that, and I just I don't know why I just kind of understand when he's gonna do some some stuff that he's not really supposed to do. Um, there is times in practice where we were thinking about making a call for that to, for when we get that look for him to to get him to run that route. And um, I remember with the coaches, I just said, I mean I don't know why we need to call. He's gonna do it anyways. And so uh, of course he, he does it, and it's a, it's a touchdown. Um, it's it's a, he has a good understanding of the whole entire concept. He understands the coverages. Um, and it takes a lot of reps, um, and I've just kind of developed that trust that whenever I'm seeing it one way, he's going to do it the, do it that way. When do you think you got there with him? How long, how long ago was it? Um, I think it was in that first uh, Super Bowl run. There was a couple times throughout the game where I threw some balls that he, he adjusted his route, and I threw it kind of before he even did it, just kind of knowing him. And I think it just took a couple of years of just working with him and continuing to do stuff, and we got a feel. And not only did I get a feel for how he runs routes, but he got a feel for how I was seeing stuff. And so... Um, just that combination of stuff, uh, I think, developed that uh, that connection where we can kind of go off uh, the the radar screen and kind of develop some stuff that's not necessarily called. Patrick, obviously you don't study your defense like you study opponents' defenses, but I do wonder what, what you think has enabled its success so far. And you made a point after Jacksonville said they won the game. Mm-hmm. What, what what is it? Does anything surprise you, or do you particularly take note of? Yeah, I mean, I would I would hate playing our defense, um, and and obviously the players. I mean, there's there's they're deep at every single position right now. 
Um, but the, the, the scheme and how they execute it, um, that's why I always say after training camp, I'm like, all right, now we can get back to regular season where I can focus on just the couple coverages that I'm going to see or the little change up here and there versus our defense. It's like every single play, you never know what to expect. And I think that's hard for, for offenses to go against. And then having a defense that, I mean, a lot of these guys have came back for the second year now or multiple years, and they have an understanding of what Spags and why he's calling stuff and what he wants. I think that's what makes it so uh, makes it so special, and I think they're going to continue to grow and continue to get better with more and more reps. Are there any reasons you think it would have taken an earlier jump that his defenses often have in the past? Like it's a little bit of continuity. And yeah, I mean, you, you said it. Just those guys coming back another year in the in the defense, adding even more talent to it. Um, a lot of young guys that played last year, and you could tell they were kind of probably playing a little faster than than their mind was kind of comprehending. And then now you can feel they're they're very comfortable. They can just be themselves, let their talent show. Um, that, that's, I mean, that's what makes Spags defense so good is he gives them freedom to, to adjust on the fly, and they're doing a great job of uh, doing that at a high level. Patrick, what are you seeing from the Jets' defense? When you look at them, first of all, is there an after effect of not having air in there? And then second of all, what are you seeing from a talented group like this that you're preparing for? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really good. Like, they're really good. They're, they're deep in the D-line, but they're deep everywhere, really. They have, they have DBs, they have linebackers. Um, we have a lot of respect for them, and we know that uh, I'm about to try to prevent myself from negative plays. Just take those easy, positive plays, and if you get the opportunity to take a shot, take it. Um, but if it's not there, you got to continue to just drive and grind out uh, points in this game, and uh, that's, that's a really good defense. It'll be a great challenge for us. Patrick, specifically those DBs, Sauce and mm-hmm. DJ Reed, what are you saying from them? I know they play pretty, pretty aggressive. Yeah, I think Reed got me in college for like a pick six. So, I, I, so I know I know he's uh, he's good at reading and, and recognizing routes. Um, and then Sauce obviously had a great year this last year and is going to continue to get even better and better. Um, and so I mean that they they have a good group. I mean uh, the the safeties are good. Um, they had to rotate another safety in this last week. He played he played good ball. Um, and they know that their D line's good, so they know when they can kind of jump and, and make make plays happen. And so um, it's a good unit. They've, you can tell they've been together for a year or two now, um, and they they understand what their concept, their defense is, and where they can be kind of a little bit weaker. And they know how to like execute at that level. So uh, it's a, it's a great, it's going to be a great challenge for us, especially our young guys. Um, and I, I'm excited for it. Talking about not wanting to play against you know y'all's defense, some offensive linemen said, you know, I wouldn't want to play against our run concepts, you mm-hmm. know, and the run was much effective against Chicago. Just how much does the run aid you in in your progression in offense? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we knew in the building especially that we needed to get the run game going. Um, everybody talks about the offense and how much we've thrown over the past, but you always see when we're at our best is when we're running the football. Um, and so we're going to try to continue to do that. Obviously, it'll be a, a great challenge against this defensive line and linebacking group. Um, but we'll try to continue to establish the run. And once you establish the run, it opens up everything. Um, and so uh, we got a good running back room and a good offensive line. So we want to try to make sure that we keep that uh, progressing in the right direction. We'll go across the room, starting with Sarang. Uh, Patrick, I know the Eagles have been very successful with their you know, tush push, or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, that, that play. I, I, I know why you guys don't do it, but I'm just, I just wonder what's your reaction when you see it. They, they're not only really effective, but it seems to really jack their team up and be kind of like part of their personality. I mean, they're the only one that does 31 other teams. Like, what's what's your reaction? What do you guys talk about when you see them have that kind of success? What goes into that play? Yeah, I mean, it's they're obviously it's it's a it's an advantage for them. I mean, but I mean, you see other teams in the league try to do it and they can't do it as well as they do. Um, it, it speaks to their offensive line. It speaks to their quarterback. Um, they got they they know how to do it at a really high level and they've practiced it and worked on it. Um, so. Um, I think, you know, as you've seen now, I mean, the other teams have tried to kind of manipulate and do that different type of stuff, and it, it might might get the first down, but it's not as pretty and as powerful as when the Eagles do it. So uh, 
I mean, all two of them, man, they, they've kind of mastered something that I think uh, other teams are going to try to uh, do as, as best they can. Sam? You mentioned that where you got you in college. Is that just something that you remember from that long ago? Have you been reminded about it at all since I, I mean, it's just I don't throw a lot of pick sixes, and he, he had a pick six. So you remember it. I mean, he's a great player. So uh, I know. But that, that's stuff that you realize because, I mean, that, that's route recognition. That's, that's jumping the ball, making a play. Um, and so that's uh, stuff that you uh, really uh, have to be aware of whenever you're going out there and, and playing quarterback. Do you remember the specific play and everything? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I, I do. It was, I think he was supposed to get blocked by a receiver. He, he jumped it before the receiver could get there went, and went to the house. We'll go Aaron and then Todd. Go ahead, Aaron. I know you're going to be a little busy with the Renaissance Tour with Beyonce coming in. Have you followed it? Have you seen any clips? Maybe the mute challenge? Have you heard of that? I have not. Seen that? Uh, I've, I've seen some, some videos of the tour. It looks amazing. Um, the stage is like as big as the field. Um, Brittany was upset the date got changed because she's going to come to the game, so she's not going to be able to go to the concert. But uh, it's uh, no, it, it's going to be amazing for Kansas City um, to be to be able to to have that big of an event. Um, and Arrowhead's going to do it right because it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. Huh? We'll stay on the non-football part. We talked to you after the game. I know this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, that's gone wild. You said you didn't. Haven't gotten to meet her yet. Did you get her to this after party? Did you meet Taylor Swift? What do you think yeah. of this whole thing? Yeah, I, I met her. I met her. She was uh, she's really cool. Good people. Um, but like Travis said, man, I'm gonna let them have their privacy. Um, and uh, just keep it moving. Okay, thanks, Patrick. All right, guys, go for Isaiah. Isaiah, when you hear things like they want to establish a run game, that's that's you to a T, man. How how appreciative are you that you hear things like that and that's helping you guys uh, go to where you want to be? Um, that was the first time I heard things like that. Uh, but for me, uh, whatever uh, the coaches have scheme for us within this week, um, within the week, uh, just focus on that and lock in and, and, and hit it 100 miles per hour. How was it like on Sunday, you know, knowing that you guys were utilized more as a, as a running back group? Um, it was fun uh, just being out there uh, competing uh, with uh, one another. Uh, it was fun and for us just building the, the, the whole unit as uh, you see us playing out there. You can see we're uh, coming together. What was the frustration level the first two games? Um, just just kind of just playing with each other, uh, getting used to one another, uh, just building that bond in, in the locker room as well. Uh, there's no uh, once you know we get upset, uh, just find find a way to get better. And there's kind of a phrase you don't know, what you don't know, right? When you're a rookie, you kind of kind of in that spot. Everyone talks about the pass blocking and the protections and getting out of the routes. Like now you. You've been around. You kind of know what you didn't know. How how much more uh, diverse and well-rounded are you as a running back than now? You know, in this second year, having had you know all the experience you've had now. Um, that comes with it, and for me, uh, just being able to uh, have trust in in, in my uh, my game, and that's going out there and, and listening to uh, Pat and the coaches and whoever makes the call. For me, just playing fast and showing them uh, that uh, I know my job 100%, and it's fun when you, when you're out there uh, making plays. Uh, 29 miles between Rutgers and MetLife. Uh, <laughs> what's going to be like going back up there, man, playing, you know, close to home? Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, a lot of people coming from back home, but for me, just eliminate distractions and focus on the task and you know, get the job done. How many tickets do you have to get? Um, just five. Okay. Yeah. Violent South Jersey, right? Yes, uh, sir. You, you guys, so you guys weren't like Jets fans or anything like that? Eagles fans. Eagles. Yeah. Hey, I know there's a little bit of a competition going on between you guys with the touchdown celebrations. Uh, Jarek did kind of a high step to the 45. 
you had your thing, and then Clyde will do traditional gritty. Um, the competition of dancing, when you guys get to the end zone like that, especially when they were all three you guys find end zone, what, what's that like? And you try to just best each other every week? Oh, yeah, it's fun, you know, going through the scheme, going through uh, the script uh, before the game, uh, seeing who's going to be in and who gets down there first and uh, who's going to hit the dan first dance move. Uh, for us, uh, Jet said he was going to be the first one, and he did it. Uh, so for me, uh, as a brother, a uh, teammate, just uh, proud of him and, and proud of the way we're working and just build off of it. How much practice is involved in that stuff? Uh, a lot. Uh, just focusing on it because when when I go out there and I'm, I'm practicing my dance move, uh, is when I'm in there and, and I'm about to score, I'm like, oh, what, what am I to do? What am I to do? But, you know what I'm saying? Got to get an end zone first. Thinking about dancing before you get in the end zone? Uh, what dancing I'm going to do, yeah. No way. Yeah. What was the level of satisfaction all three of you guys got in the end zone? Um, you know, that it felt like practice, like I said, and for us, you know, we're just trying to get a hat trick and you know, it's gonna come soon and we just gotta keep working at it and day by day. Jets defense. Coach has been talking about it, Patrick's been talking about it. You look at it, it's formidable. So what do you see? Um, you know, I, I know you're not gonna tell all your tricks of the trade, but just what do you see when you see the Jets defense and some of the things that maybe you guys can take advantage of? Uh, up front, defensively, I see uh, a lot of hardworking guys, and uh, they're determined. And for us, uh, just go out there and, and follow uh, what coaches have planned for us and execute. Run right at the gut. Execute. <laughs> a couple more. Yeah, Isaiah, for you, I got, I got stuck your uh, high school coach back around the Super Bowl there. He just kind of talked about the journey you went on and just how you kind of pushed your team and your teammates over the years For you, kind of put yourself on the map last year. What are you trying to do this year? What's the goal that you're trying to prove to everybody else out there on the field? Um, that I'm a all well round player and team player, and whatever coach has for me to, to do, uh, I'm gonna be that guy to, to to help the team and whatever aspect it is. And like I said, uh, I'm leading and I'm ready to keep leading. That's right. difference. Thanks, guys. And how are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm so good. Gerard, what have been raving about the Chiefs defense? How this defense has really come out of the blocks hot and on fire. Yeah. Can you just talk a little bit about each week in it? I mean, even when Nick Bolton was in there, you stepped in everything. Yeah. You guys are really playing at a different level than we have seen. And Patrick's giving you guys all the kudos. Talk to me a little bit about how that happened so quickly. You guys have all, you know, are doing so well. Tell yeah. me some of the reasons for that that you've seen in practice in camp. Well, I think we got, I, I love the saying, it goes speed of the leader, speed of the pack. And I think it starts with Spags, obviously. Um, but we've got great player leadership as well. Um, guys with experience, guys with experience in the system. And so um, when you have guys, I think they had a lot of young guys playing, a lot of rookies last year. So you got guys second year in the system, older guys who have experience in the system. And when you can kind of, create that cohesiveness in terms of communication, I think you get a real good chance to play some good football. You weren't a guy with experience in the system, but it's obviously it's been stated often since you got here that you hit the ground running with it. What, what do you suppose has enabled you to get so up to speed so fast? Well, I mean, I've been playing football since I was five years old. I think it's just my experience playing the game, being my fifth year in the NFL, um, playing in a variety of systems um, You know, during my time in L.A., um, and so I think just that experience has probably helped me, you know, pick it up. And, and I got great guys in my room that have helped a lot, too. Calling the plays in practice and training camp, I'm sure, is one thing. And a whole other thing for the game with, with Nick out. Just how did it go, positives and negatives, and in your mind? 
Yeah, as a defense, away games tend to be a little bit easier, and Arrowhead's very, very loud, and so it was a challenge for me in my in my first time calling the signals, you know, calling the game for the full time. Uh, you got to be good with your hand signals. So not only do you have to know verbally the checks and the communication, you have to know them all via sign language, via hand signals, um, to get to the guys. And so it was a challenge. It was a good challenge, and you know we played well. So Nick on the sideline with the headset, how much did he help you in game? I mean, Nick's a, a very, very good linebacker. He sees the game really well, um, and so he was able to give tips, pointers, and reminders, you know, throughout the game uh, that really helped me out there. Drew, how much I know the game's kind of. Some ways blend across, right? Like the middle linebacker does a lot of things that the outside linebacker does. But you, you seem to be able to switch back and forth. How, how difficult is that to be adept both inside, outside, or is the game kind of made it, even in your five years, as you pointed out, is it maybe you know, those positions that kind of blend yeah. together? Yeah, my last two years in uh, in Staley's system, we kind of were interchangeable a little bit. And so as the mic, obviously, you're dropping off three a lot more. The outside backers playing off two, playing quarter flat, seam flat technique. So I was able to play both of those techniques. So I think, you know, being able to do that has been able to allow me to play Mike in the system, allows me to play Buck and Will, allows me to play Sam. And so, um, again, that football experience, I think, is, has helped with that. Drew, from the time you signed, you know, you were part of the Chargers company, kind of come here to Kansas City. What has it been like for you being in the Chiefs culture kind of week in and week out and seeing how they operate and why they have the success? Yeah, I really love it here. I really love the people here. Um, I love the competitive culture, everything about it. Everything about it here is about winning. Um, and as a player with dreams and aspirations to win, you know, the highest honor, which is the Super Bowl, um, it's really cool to be a part of a culture that is driven towards that, that has done that, and that looks to do that in the future. Super early here, obviously, but it's only a one year deal. Have you told your agent about some of those things that you like about Kansas City stuff? Yeah, he, know, he knows I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the Jets, you know, we were expecting Aaron Rodgers, finally the big Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes. What do you see that is different now since he's not there? And what are you kind of preparing for with the Jets? Yeah, I think when you look at the Jets, right, you've got a defense that is outstanding. You've got special teams that are outstanding. They win the game week one versus Buffalo on special teams with that punt return. And then you've got an offense who's entering the season, right, with a quarterback kind of in the driver's seat, developing a system around him, and then boom, fourth play of the game. They have to totally pivot to a quarterback with totally different skill sets, totally different experience. And so, you know, they're in a position where they're trying to find that identity on offense. Um, and we got to go in there and play consistent defense. We can't allow them to get that footing. They've got really, really good personnel, offensive line at receiver, running backs. Um, and so they're going to be a challenge, and we're going to have to defend them for four quarters or however long the game goes, um, and it's going to be a good one. Drew, you've spoken a lot about chess over your uh, lifetime. How much has chess helped you play the game of football? Um, I mean, so you obviously go into every game with, like, a game plan. I think I maybe touched on this a little bit in training camp, but – Everybody has a game plan, and then it most certainly and most often does not go according to plan. And so the team, other team, the opponent does something that you weren't expecting. And a lot of times that's how chess goes. You have an opening. You have something you have to adjust mid-game. You have to adjust end-game to, to try and win the thing. Um, fun fact, Wes Schweitzer, who is one of their offensive linemen, I played him in the first round of the uh, Chess.com Blitz Champs back in, the, uh, back in the summer. So it'll be cool to see him, but uh, funny thread there. You finally got a chance to play with Chris Jones. What, what's it like playing linebacker behind a guy like that? I mean, he's just so disruptive. Um, offenses are constantly trying to account for him. Um, protections are constantly schemed towards him. And so gives you the opportunity to get one-on-one -on -one with the back a lot of times in protection. Um, it allows you to kind of run through gaps sometimes when the offensive line is so concerned about him. And so um, he's a great asset to have on your defense. He's a great teammate, too. True. I, this is kind of a general question. I know you fit in 
the Chargers you had you know a couple years ago. You know, it was going for fourth downs. They made a big deal of it. So I know you've been through that. But just the fourth down overall, when teams go for it, people say, well, does he have any confidence in his defense or not? That's what the fans say. They worry about that. You're a defensive guy. Like if your team does or doesn't go for fourth down with the offense on a certain time, does that send any message to you guys? Or are you too busy worrying about, like you just said, the changes in the chess match and once you turn to run out there, you run yeah. out there? Or is it playing mental games? I mean, I think there's two sides of the coin. I think you always believe in yourself as a defense that you're going to go out there and get that stop. I think you also believe in your offense to get a yard or get six inches or get whatever it's going to be. And so as a player, honestly, you're not thinking about it too much. You're not thinking like, wow, the coach doesn't believe in us or anything like that. You're just doing whatever you can and trusting that your head coach is going to make the right decision in that moment. That's what he's paid to do. And um, I know certainly here, you know, whatever decision Andy makes, you know, going forward on fourth and 25 versus Detroit, like, we're all in. Like this guy's won Super Bowls. This guy knows what he's doing, um, and so he's going to make the best decision for a football team. A couple more. Uh, Drew, being in a couple of uh, games now with Steve Spagnuolo, what's kind of the fun parts of operating and kind of running in that system? Well, I love Spags. Is just he's even keel. He's he's neither high nor low. He's just constant. He's steady. You know what you're getting with him. Um, the the end game adjustments, the halftime adjustments, um, are brilliant. They're quick, they're easy, they're digestible in terms of as a player trying to go in and make second-half adjustments. And so I've just loved how smooth the operation is. The communication's oiled up. It's really good. Um, and uh, it's just been really effective through three games. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Good to see you.